You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers. So in the previous episode, we saw a we saw a rat in a t- in the tavern, which is to be expected, I guess, because well, taverns have food in them, and rats like food, and they have invented various side things yet. And, well, well, we talked to the tavern keep. Apparently, she already sent rat catchers to catch the rats, because that's what rat catchers do. And apparently, there's a lot more going on here than just rats. So, obviously, it falls to a great hero to deal with whatever the problem may turn out to be. So, just going to enter... The Lakeshore Tavern. And also, the Swift Fan Work Contest is still happening. Try to get your entries by the 19th, 20th of August. Cash prize. I've explained, it's all explained in episode 400. Not going to go into much detail here. Alright. It's in the cellar. Because there's always, always, always... Monsters in the cellar. But I guess that's more because we have no reason to go into a cellar if there's not monsters. Yeah, there's there's, there's no like, go to cellar to have an to have a secret twist because th- this isn't that sort of game. Or go to cellar because it's too noisy up there. Or. Go to cellar because you have a really bad headache, which is aggravated by the light, and you've got to be somewhere dark for a bit. Or go to the cellar because that's where the beds are. Or go to the cellar and uh, go uh, get some casks. Okay, you probably do that in an MMO, but not in this game. Investigate the cellar. 
you'll make your way over to the cellar door and are happy to find it find that it is closed. With Eleanor's description of the Kinbrew brothers' fight from the cellar still fresh in your mind, you consider heading down the cellar to investigate. Go down into the cellar. Of course I will. You cautiously pull open the cellar door and stare down the steep flight of steps descend out of sight into the musty oak. Steep! Steep! You've got to have the right sort of angle for your steps. Because if it's too steep or irregular or other problems, probably there should be a handrail as well. Because stairs can be really, really deadly. Really deadly. I know. <laughs> and Okay, admittedly, I'm a great hero, so I... So, actually, no, I can still be defeated by stairs. Because stairs can be deadly. Especially if you make... Especially, you just, you know, you know, you just skimp out on the stairs and you, you make terrible steps with... They're all irregular and lumpy and... And you step in one and your foot breaks through and then you... And then you fall over and you go, and then you fall onto the monster at the bottom of the cellar and kill it. And now you're a hero because you, because you accidentally killed the monster by falling on it. Thing is, the, the, the stairs are broken now, so you, you're stuck down there. Which means you turn into the next monster. Because that's how it works, maybe, possibly. After taking one last look around, you draw out your reliable light source and watch it flare to life before beginning a cautious descent into the cellar, taking care to close the door behind you. Well, if I die here, we're going to need to get a new flick-tap maven. I, I, I don't know how they works do they have to will someone else have to defeat all the seven flick jack mavens wait did one of them lose their maven status i guess so i guess there can only be so many flick tack mavens maybe seven presumably this means the the level one flick tack maven has lost the maven status I don't think it's I don't think it's an official title determined by the flick the flip tack maven maven committee the international flip tap committee who are probably incredibly corrupt if they actually existed because why wouldn't you be <laughs> yeah you take one last look around you draw out your reliable light source and watch it flare to life before beginning a cautious descent into the cellar, taking care to close the door behind you. As you reach the bottom and step onto the earthen floor of the cellar, the door at the top of the stairs suddenly creaks open just a few inches, then abruptly closes. A faint silvery glow appears around the edges of the door for only an instant before vanishing. Ooh, what's happening here? 
Hmm. Have I gone somewhere else? Ah! Ah! This takes advantage of the new, the new dungeon design too. This is the tavern cellar. The lake shore. The tavern cellar isn't the sort of place. Place you want to spend any considerable length of time. It's damp, dark, and depressing. Direct contrast to the cosy, inviting tavern above. What was that? Did you just hear something? You visited one of the three locations your exploration has revealed. You haven't searched any of the locations you've explored. Okay. The bottom of the stairs. A steep set of stairs built out of broad wooden planks. Ascends to meet the sturdy door that opens onto the tavern's main hall. Several stacks of empty crates stand beneath the stairs. Okay, why does this cellar have to be so big? Seriously, you don't need that much storage place. Place for Okay, okay, you need places to put crates. You need you need casks. You probably need need a strong box to put the money. I don't know, maybe the documents in a special binder. With also a fancy lock. But not that means not 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 so many as a full fledged dungeon. Well, I'm going to search here. Through a search of your surroundings. Nothing of any particular interest. Well, I'll examine the stacked crates. Begin searching through the stacked crates and discover they're all empty and many of them are damaged. Well, why don't you fill them up with something? I mean, they're there. You might as well. You got crates. They're handy. Although, oh, quick, no, wait a minute. Unless you have forklift trucks, crates really aren't handy. The ba- the basically, they're all the weight of the barrel, but you can't roll them. Because that's the thing. That's why people put these about. You can tip over a barrel, and you can roll it. But the crate, good luck. Good luck with a crate. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really... Hmm. I'm going to look something up. Uh, I'm not sure, but it looks like crates weren't that big a thing. I don't know, maybe, maybe someone can correct me about that, but I don't know. I just, I just don't think you'd use crates when you can't... Because just, they're just harder to use. I mean, okay, small crates... Small crates, yeah, they have their place. Because, you know, you could just put something in a crate. It can break, or you don't want people to know what it is. And just put a lot of padding in, and then it's safe. But the big-ass crates... No, 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 that'd just be... That'd just be a nightmare to move. Especially here, because you're in a cellar. If it was a big crate, how would you even get it up? Especially since it's a sheep stair, you're just asking for someone to fall. Yeah. Oh well. After several minutes, having found nothing of any particular interest, you decide to abandon your search. Suddenly, you hear something boom behind you. Pick a number. 
bonus 50. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 20 from feathering. Got to get 75 or more, or I'll be sneaked up on, I assume. Pick now. 129, success. You spin around just in time to see a tall, shadowy figure standing only a couple of feet away, holding an empty crate above his head, as if he intends to strike you with it. Alright, I don't think this is a rat. Before you can attempt to get a look at his face, your lanky, would-be assailant hurls the crate at the ground and dashes off into the gloom. Unnerved by the encounter, you spend the next several minutes watching and listening for any sign of his return. When at last you believe he is no longer nearby, you prepare to resume your exploration of the cellar, mindful the sinister stranger could be lurking anywhere in the dark. Uh, I don't even know, is this stranger human? Could be some of those crab people. Because, I mean, the time crab is watching. Alright, I'm going to go south now. It's drier here. This womb is inexplicably much drier than surrounding parts of the tavern cellar. The air here smells almost fragrant. A small chest resting atop a table set against the north wall appears untouched by decay. Unexpectedly. Suddenly. Oh, same check again. Success. With 139. 32 experience to thievery. Last possible moment, you spot a carefully concealed snare and its tripwire triggering mechanism directly in front of you. After carefully disabling the trap, which appears to have been recently set, prepare to continue on your way. Okay, definitely not dust rats. Or at least not regular rats. Could be a Kogari. Yeah, those Kogari, they could set traps. And in a particular, in a shadowy enough environment, they'll look human. Especially since you know they could just make themselves human. Apparently. Well, we've seen it, so yeah, they can. Alright, the air here is much drier than the surrounding parts of the tavern cellar. The air here smells almost fragrant. A small chest resting atop a table set against the north wall appears untouched by decay. Examine the chest. The small wooden chest, constructed out of stody oak pants, planks and reinforced with iron bands, sits perched atop a table set against the north wall. The chest, which is closed, appears completely untouched by the decay that's affected most everything else in the cell. Well, admittedly, this is someone else's cellar, but I am an adventurer. And if you show an adventurer a chest, they're going to open it. Unless you put up a little tiny little tiny scroll saying, This isn't yours. This, this, this chest belongs to the tavern owner above. Do not open it. There's like really embarrassing secrets in it. Also, really boring things. And then actually I'd probably want to open it even more. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I got it, I got it. Because otherwise I won't know. And that will just, that'll just tear at me. Open the chest. The chest is locked. A small arcane symbol 
emblazoned just below the lock plate seems to indicate the chest is magically protected. So I've got a few options here. Use Feathery, Telekinesis, Shadow Magic, all at 50 plus. Or just smash it! Smash it open! Or step away. I mean, if it's locked, that means someone doesn't want me to get to it. Admittedly, that someone might actually have a good reason. Or, but if it's locked, that means it's valuable. Ooh, well, well, I've got to open it. Mm, I'll give Shadow Magic a go. Your use of Shadow Magic has succeeded. 8x speed to Shadow Magic. You carefully summon your power of Shadow Magic. And a chorus of shrill whispers surges through your mind. You watch in silent amazement as several slivering bands of shadow snake their way in, in through the keyhole and correctly manipulate the lock's internals while avoiding the triggering of a deadly magical snare because shadows, they can do anything! But they don't work for you, they work for themselves. Click. You carefully lifts, lift the chest lid and peer inside. Inside the chest, you discover a small hoard of gold. You estimate that there must be more than 300 gold tokens in a sizable heap. So I can take the gold, or leave the gold enclosed to chest. Okay, now, 300 gold, now that's the sort of thing that makes sense to have at the base of a tavern. It pro- that is, it's, I'm... Heavily lean towards this is just a legitimate tavern profits, legitimately guarded in a legitimate place. And if I steal it, it's it's just genuine, genuine, regular thievery. All right, I'm going to leave the gold and close the chest. Leaving the gold alone, you close the chest lid. And all right. Alright, step away from the chest. Well, I'm out of time to search here. I'm just going to leave leave the gold. Right, I'm going to close the chest. Step away from the chest. Alright, search here. Make a thorough search of the surroundings. Nothing of any particular interest. Alright, going to go south again. What's that smell? A pungent odour akin to the smell of rotting meat, fills this mouldy corner of the tavern cellar. Several sets of footprints are clearly visible in the softer portions of the damp earthen floor. Let's search here. You make a thorough search of your surroundings. Discover something. Discover a strange symbol, comprised of three concentric squares. Alright... Time Crab, Time Crab is watching, or will watch, or has watched, because, you know, Time Crab etched into the nearby cellar wall. Based on the condition of the etching, in some ways it was done some time ago. Alright, go north, 
Now go west. Oddly marked casks. Various large casks. Lark casks lined wet. As cast lined. Line wax set up against the walls in this sizable plate space. The sides of several casks bear odd markings. Look at the odd markings. The markings emblazoned on the sides of some of the casks appear to be some sort of code, represented by varying formations of shapes, dots, square, circles and triangles. Two of the casks, however, bear markings in the form of three concentric squares. These markings, you discover, produce an almost hypnotic effect when your gaze rests on them for more than a few seconds. Look away, look away, look away! Okay, let's go north. On even footing, the sloping floor, small of this floor, this small chamber is uneven, and in places, rutted by small streams of water that pass through jagged openings, the foot of one wall unexpectedly. Hunted in the dark, it's nearly too late when you hear the soft platter of stealthy footfalls moving up behind you. You pick a number, bonus 60, 20 from agility, 20 from body, 10 from luck, 10 from aura. Gotta get 80 or more, or they'll catch me first. Pick now. 97 success. You spin around just in time to catch a fleeting glimpse of a tall, shadowy figure vanishing into the gloom. Believing you are being stalked as you move through the cellar, you vow to remain on your guard. Alright. Let's search here. Though a search of the surroundings, discover something. You spot something lying on the earthen floor at the base of the cellar wall. A closer inspection reveals the object to be a fragment of a piece of silver jewellery. To placing the piece in amongst your possessions, you once again set off to resume your exploration. Let's have a closer look at this. This fragment, this is a, this is a fragment of a piece of ornate silver jewellery. Whole piece appears to have been held together by small strips of leather. Which are no longer intact. Hmm. I still suspect I will be fixing this before the dungeon's out. Because usually, when you find a fragment of something, you're going to find the other fragments. Because otherwise, it's an uncompleted puzzle. And that's just really annoying. And, everyone, and everyone's just going to be like, Jim, where's the other fragments? Where's the other fragments? Even though... Logically speaking, things break, and sometimes the fragments don't stay together. Sometimes some of the fragments are just gone, lost, ground into powder, recycled, moved far away, buried deep, eaten by a cow. In other words, just gone, just gone. That happens. But in video games, not so much. Because it's just really annoying. Having bits of something. Because you'd rather have 
one thing than four bits of four different things. <laughs> oh, I can go west. Where life is peaceful there. Go west. There's thumping from above. And so on. A steady with rhythmic thumping from above. From overhead reaches your ears as you move through this mouldy section of the tower. You can only assume the source of the noise is the movement of something heavy across the floor of the tavern's main hall. Well, let's search here and make a thorough search of the surroundings. Discover nothing of any particular interest. Alright, go east, go north. Curious etchings. The walls in this section of the cellar bear four large etchings each of which depicts three concentric squares. The wooden door is set into the west wall. Now let's look at these concentric squares, even though that isn't basic, even though that perhaps is not advisable. The etchings, which appear to have been done quite recently, each depict a set of three concentric squares. After gazing at the markings for several seconds, you find it difficult to look away. Oh, with some effort, you manage to do so. Suddenly, slung from the shadows, a small, jagged piece of stone suddenly hurtles out of the darkness ahead and shrieks towards you, picking a number. Bonus 40, 20 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from luck. Got to get 75 or more, I get clonked on the head. Pick now. 126 success. You twisted aside just in time to dodge the hurtling stone. The small, jaggy projectile strikes the cellar wall with a sharp crack, leaving a noticeable mark. Your eyes immediately scour the gloom for any sign of the hurled stone's source, but you discover nothing. Let's move up to this door. The door is closed. A heavy iron wing affixed at an odd angle to the right side of the door appears to serve as a latch. A horizontal line of three triangles is carved onto the door's middle plank. The triangle on the right is inverted. Right, uh, open the door. You make several attempts to open the door. The last few involving considerable force, the wooden barrier refuses to bulge. Something unnaturally strong appears to be holding the door in place. Alright, let's search here. Wait, have I, been, have I been searching everything? Oddly marked Cass, for a search of your surroundings, discover something. You spot something lying on the earthen floor, the base of the cellar wall. Close inspection reveals the object to be a piece of silver jewellery. The placing the piece in amongst your belongings, you once again set off to resume exploration. Alright, that's the second one. Just checking, I've searched everywhere. Alright, west, uneven footing. Alright, search around number seven. That's just where the door is. 
thorough search of the surroundings, nothing of any particular interest. You've searched seven of the seven locations you've explored. Let's go north again. Trio of levers. Three long wooden levers protrude from an iron plate set into the south wall of, the small, of this small room. The edge of each lever is wrapped in a length of grimy white cloth. What are they? They trying to avoid hand-to-hand -hand contact? Oh, well, let's search here first. Throw a search in surroundings. Nothing really particular interest. Examine the levers. Okay, three long wooden levers. Their ends wrapped in pieces of grimy white cloth protrude from slots in a thick iron plate affixed to the wall. The lever on the left shuts outward, parallel to the floor, and the middle and the white the same. Okay, I'm thinking those triangles are a clue, so I'm going to pull the left one up. You pull the, you push the left lever up as far as it will go, moves into place with a sharp click. Alright, move the middle one up. Sharp click. Move the white one down. Moves into place with a door clack. Alright, step back from the levers. Now, can I go through this door? Move up to the door. Open the door. With considerable effort, you manage to pull the do door open. Within a dense black void just beyond, just behind the wooden barrier, small flecks of white light appear and disappear within the inky abyss which now commands your gaze. A sense of dread washes over you as you stand staring into the void. Well, I'm going to continue to stare into the abyss until the abyss stops staring back. Stop staring back, Abyss. It's rude. I'm going to keep staring at you until you blink. Continue to stare into the void. Your sense of dread is swiftly replaced by a sudden and overpowering urge to step into the void. Unable to resist the silent call, you trudge forward. Your eyes wide, your wide eyes focused on the void's fathomless core. The instant you step into the void, your thoughts become jumbled and your surroundings vanish as you tumble uncontrollably through icy darkness. For what feels like hours, but is actually only a few seconds, you tumble through the frigid void, struggling to regain control of your thoughts. As you endeavour to comprehend your current flight. Well, you, you, you stepped into a void. You probably shouldn't have done that. Suddenly, your mind, through still a confusing tangle of desperate thoughts, clears somewhat as a tall, tubular, yellow being floats into view from out of the darkness below. What is this yellow being? Is it? Yes. It's a Dinga Peel! Dinga Peel! Dinga Peel! Dinga Peel! Dinga Peels, also known as Platarians, 
are a waste of banana people. Yes, banana people. Then inhabit the strange, never-walk realm of Zathamor. These tall, tubular beings look like walking and talking bananas. Because that's precisely what they are! Despite their somewhat comical appearance, Ding Appeals are fierce and skilled warriors who maintain a thriving, autonomous settlement on Zarthmore's harsh and wild Bantakaru Steppe, the edge of the Dangasong Desert. Ding Appeals, like many of the factions that inhabit Zarthmore, are commonly distrustful of outsiders. Though not generally hostile, in battle, Dingapil warriors favour two-handed pikes or heavy spears, though they also wield maces and hammers. As one might expect, they abhor bladed weapons and swords and refuse to employ them, given the slicing nature of such instruments. If you're a Dingapil, you'd understand. Dingapils are sworn enemies of the Dingacreeps, a faction of nomadic, bipedal insectoids that prowls Arthamore's barren midlands. Yes, 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 a banana person! Yeah, it is so cool! Banana people! Banana people! Woo! Banana people! Yeah! Banana people! Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The curious fellow, his large, shiny black eyes fixed on you in a bewildered stare, gives you a tentative wave and appears to smile. Hello, Felly. Why are you here? He asks as he tumbles slowly past, his voice much higher. And with more, and with a more raising evidence to be expected, 
Don't I know you? I think I do. If not, I will, because I have. What does it say? What does it mean? Oh, I'm very confused. Don't forget about us. You attempt to speak, but no sound escapes your mouth as the banana being <laughs> continues to tumble by, swiftly vanishing into the endless void above. Well, suddenly, your head clears and your thoughts are again completely lucid. A strange sensation washes over you, during which the image and the, f- and the image of the face of the tumbling banana man flashes through your mind. 512 is Peter General. 128 experience to all skills and powers. A bit nice. And two, your stamina points have been permanently increased. By two! Very nice. The strange images fade from your mind and you once more find yourself tumbling through the frigid void. No longer certain of either time or place. Suddenly a blast of warm air surges past your face. Hmm, must be from Zafarook. From Zafamore, the air of Zafamore. It is very warm. Well, actually, it's hot. Very, very hot. Surges past your face and the darkness melts again, revealing you are once again standing on the cellar ground. You're in a completely different part of the cellar. Alright, I've gone south one. Alright, let's just go north. No, I've gone south two. Alright, curious searching. Yeah, 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 I went. Yeah, the door's gone now. Fair enough, it's a magical door. It's a magical door to nowhere. And I met a banana person. You don't expect those things to keep around. You gotta you gotta remove them. You know, they're they're health and safety hazard magical doors to magical doors to other worlds. You can't have them in a tavern. Some some person could go down looking for a cast, end up in another world. I mean, it's hard enough to keep to keep staff in hospitality in the hospitality industry as it is, without them constantly disappearing into other worlds and marrying banana people or things like that. Uh, well, I'm done with these levers. Okay, I'm gonna go north. A, dri- a, wh- a whippling puddle. A broad puddle fills a shadow depression at the centre the centre of this oddly shaped room. The puddle the surface of the puddle, agitated by some unseen force, continuously whipples. Okay, search here. You make a thorough search of your surroundings. Nothing any particular interest. Alright, keep going north. Cluttered storage, boxes, crates and stacks. Some resting on the floor, and others arranged on broad shelves, fill this sizable room. This space seems largely untouched by the mould, which is probably why they store things in here. And mould and what that infests much of the rest of the cellar. Suddenly, billowing dust. A billowing cloud of dust suddenly and inexplicably surges out of the darkness ahead, swiftly enveloping you. Picking a number. 
Bonus of 30. 20 from body. 10 from spirit. Got to get 60 or more. I'm going to be choked out. Pick now. 47. Failure. Despite your best effort. The dust seeps into your mouth and nose. And rapidly makes its way into your lung. Elicting a violent fit of coughing. Makes it impossible to draw breath. (coughs) 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 Yeah, that was a forced cough. 20 damage. At last, as the dust settles onto the earth floor, you stagger out of the dissipating remnants of the cloud. As you you recover, you begin to find yourself wondering how the cloud came to be, which leads you to believe it was somehow deliberately unleashed upon you. And also, I've really got to hope I don't get mesothelioma in about 40 years' time. Because that's the sort of things that can happen when you breathe in strange clouds of strange clouds of dust. Especially if you breathe in a l- strange clouds of dust a lot of times. You know. Wait a minute. Asbestos? Yeah, a- asbestos. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that kills you. Don't breathe in asbestos. And if you ended up breathing in asbestos, you should probably sue somebody for a lot of money. <laughs> that way, they'll make sure no one else breathes in asbestos. Vowing to remain vigilant, you warily resume your exploration. Alright, let's search here. There was a surrounding. Nothing of any particular interest. Yeah, I've searched everywhere. Yeah, it's good, good that they record that. Suddenly, from somewhere off in the darkness, you hear the soft, faint, melodolic sound of a flute. <laughs> Could be from upstairs, I guess. I mean, people, it's a tavern. People play music. The dim melody, white with sour notes, slowly fades away, leaving you once more in the grim silence of the gloomy cellar. Alright. Going south. Whip it. I'm at the whippling puddle. You suddenly realise you're not alone. Without warning, a massive black rat ambles out of the gloom, squeaking loudly, its eyes blazing with crimson fire. Well, it was bound to happen eventually. You in a cellar tavern, you're gonna find rats. But this isn't just a regular rat. This is a massive rat. Which means it's actually easier to fight, really. Because with a regular sized rat, you swing your sword, and it can move out the way, you swing your sword again, and it moves out the way, you swing your sword again, and it moves out the way. But with a big rat, there's just, mo- there's just more to hit. Begin combat. Oh, what? Right. Yeah. This would be, well, slightly easier if I had a certain package. But I don't have a package and I don't need it. The massive rat viciously attacks. The rat savagely tears at your flesh. You lose 14. 14 health. Oh, dear. 
keeps viciously attacking. The massive wax shrugs off two damage. Tears into my flesh for 15 damage. It's nearly done, and it is slain. 6 XP. You step back from the bloodied remains of the ma of, of the massive wat and gaze into nearby gloom. To check over your gear, you warily <laughs> resume your exploration. Alright, south again. A trio of ne levers, but something nearby stirs. A giant black rat shrieks out of the gloom, shrieking wildly, his eyes blazing with crimson fire. You, you, you should have someone look at that rat. Eyes aren't supposed to do that. But it doesn't matter because you, you'll be dead in about 12 seconds. The giant rat viciously attacks. Alright, special attacks from me, but not from it. And it is slain. Yep, about 12 seconds, and now you're dead. You step back from the remains of the whack and draw a deep breath. To checking over your gear, you warily resume your exploration. I guess those are random encounters. Something ahead stirs. Gargantuan Jack Black Rat. Alright. Now, is a gargantuan black rat bigger than a massive black rat? Because I think I'm... I, I don't know. We, we, how, do you, how do you scale them? I, always, I think gargantuan is bigger than massive, which is bigger than giant. That's how I think it is. Because gargantuan just feels bigger than massive. I don't know which, which, bigger, which is bigger though enormous or gargantuan. Hmm... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of hard the, to describe things when you're dealing with these imprecise objectives. They're not going to say how big the rat is. That way, you're free to imagine it is way, way, way too big. <laughs> Who knows? Thing is, it's too big, and now it is dead. 7 XP. Hmm. Alright, that suggests Gargantuan is bigger than Massive. You step back from the Gargantuan whack carcass and exhale sharply. After checking over your gear, you warily resume your exploration. Alright. Going north. I'm just going to wander around. Something stirs. It's a giant black rat. Yep, just... Just gonna bash these. Might as well deal with these rats while I'm here. You discover something nearby. Oh, it's just four gold. I guess the rat ate it or something. Right. Yeah, maybe it was in the rat nest. Who knows? Who knows? But I found gold. Alright, going east now. Table for four. A rickety square table. Around which are placed four mismatched chairs. Stands in the centre of this small space. A small heap of mouldy papers rests atop the, top the table. Hmm, what were they doing here? Were they doing some sort of D&D group? <laughs> could be, could be. That would explain why they're in the basement. Suddenly. 
Or maybe they're uh, do, re rehearsing a play. And they're doing it in the basement because they're really bad at it. I mean, they're just terrible actors and they're trying to get good. But if they had to do it in where other people could see, they'll just get really embarrassed and have to give up. So they're just, 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 just you know, practicing your play deep in the basement of the tavern. Hunted in the dark, it's nearly too late when you hear the soft platter of stealthy footfalls moving up from behind you. Pick a number from 1 to 100. Bonus of 60, 20 for agility, 20 for body, 10 for luck, 10 for more. Got to get 80 or more, or it will get me first. Pick now. 126 success. You spin around just in time to once again clutch a fleeting glimpse of a tall, shadowy figure vanishing into the gloom. Now absolutely certain you're being stalked as you move through the cellar. You vow to remain on your guard. Something ahead stirs. It's another rat. It's a gargantuan black rat. I'm just going to bash it. Alright. Oh, it oh, I went into battle waged. That's enough fighting rats. <laughs> and then I bring my, my shimmering silver mace down on its head grinding it into just a big ratty brain puddle or something like that it's slain 7 xp you step back from the gargantuan rat carcass and exhale sharply uh, I guess I guess they'll send someone to pick that up later you can probably incinerate it <laughs> incinerate it compost it. I don't know what you do with rat carcasses. Especially in a medieval fantasy world. To check you over your gear, you rarely resume it. I mean, worst case, just dig a big hole and throw them in it. You can always do that. Just make sure you don't big it, dig a big hole where you just recently dug a big hole because then that would be really stinky. Alright. Uh, Resume your exploration. I'll just check. I've examined everything. Alright, search here. Fellow search of surroundings. Nothing of any particular interest. Examine the papers. Much of the papers are either covered in mould or have been destroyed by the dampness that pervades the cellar. One partially near intact sheet however near the top of the stack there's a curious sketch that depicts three concentric squares of the stunning image for much longer than you intended you managed to with some effort look away from it and replace the sheet on the stack yep yep time crab time crab is interfering here Somehow, some way, there is a connection here to the world of Time Crab. And a banana person fell through it. Huh, maybe we'll, maybe, maybe I'll meet him later when I go to Zaf. Zaf are more proper. Alright, time to go north. 
rubbish and debris. Piles of rubbish and tall heaps of dust are scattered throughout this small room. A pair of wooden planks stands at an angle against the wall. There are uneven ends blackened by fire. Yep, so just, I guess they just put some rubbish here. Nothing odd. Suddenly, appearing out of the darkness, a large black rat shrieks out of the gloom, shrieking wildly, its eyes blazing with crimson fire. Okay, large seems smaller than giant. This seems to be, this feels like the smallest of the big rats. It's still bigger than rats should be, but by adventurous standards, it's a small rat. Because the rat, because you don't call adventurers for regular size rats. You call adventurers for the big rats. Because otherwise you could get the Cornwall brothers could deal with it. Large black rat. It viciously attacks. Yeah, it feels the weakest. Five XP. Yeah, it's it. Well, I'm not sure whether it's weaker than the giant rat, but probably. I mean, you'd have to test his encounter with, with a lot of different characters to see to see what the plus nine is. You step away from the rat's ravaged carcass as your eyes scour the surrounding darkness. Checking over your gear, you warily resume your exploration. Alright, let's search here. Make a thorough search of your surroundings, discover something. Alright, it's another silver jewellery fragment. Alright, I've got, let me just check. I've got three of them now. Alright, what's going on here? I think I, I think I think I've explored this place. Alright, I've searched the places, I've explored the places. Alright. I've pulled these I've pulled the levers. I don't there's no evidence that they'll do a second thing. I've opened the chest. Something head stirs it's a gargantuan black rat which are bigger than them which are larger than the large rats and gianter than the giant rats and even more massive than the massive rats yes oh, i wonder is there something head stirs just going to quick combat these rats from now on 5 xp for a large black rat Alright, what's another giant black rat? Oh, I think. Hmm. Alright, am I done here? I don't. I don't know if there's anything. Stop thumping from above. Massive black rat. Alright, 6 XP to bashing. I'm just gonna do some quick healing now. Because those rats have slowly worn me down by just sheer numbers. Alright, to the first location. Something's nearby stirs. Another giant black rat. Oh, got one extra all of 20 in that round. Rarely resume your exploration. Examine the stack crates. Well, I've already done that. Climb the stairs to the door. 
carefully climb the stairs, arrive at the closed door. Strangely, no sound can be heard from the from the tavern's clouded main hall, which sits on just the other side of the thick wooden portal. I guess it's a very thick door. Or maybe there's some sort of crazy time crap, time crap magic going on. Open the door. Much to your dismay, despite several strenuous efforts, the door refuses to budge. Pound on the door! You pound against the door for several long moments, unwilling to believe the noise will go unheard by those in the tavern's main hall. After several long minutes, fearing that you may do damage to your hand, you cease pounding on the door and resign yourself to the unwoken notion you haven't been heard. You carefully descend the steps. Ugh, I don't think this basement is any longer in the same time and place as the tavern I just left. Because Time Crab is watching. Time Crab is always watching. Because Time Crab is forever. <laughs> ah, what's there left? Suddenly. Ah. I guess guess maybe I had it had to be found out that I can't just escape. Suddenly. Your heart nearly skips a beat when you suddenly take note of a tall, lanky figure lurking in the shadows near shadow, shadows near the exit to the west, a small cloud of dust swirling about his feet swiftly dissipates. You immediately call out to the sulking stranger to step forward. Without hesitation, a young man clad in colourful, ragged attire strolls into view at the edge of your light, his white hand clutching a long and slightly curved gem, Sean? Okay, what the heck is a gem, Sean? Okay, uh, is that something I'm supposed to know? Okay, I'm 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 gonna gonna pause. Look at what a gem Sean is. Maybe it's something I'm supposed to know. Okay, okay, it's a, it's an actual thing. It's not, it's not just something is just made up. The gem Sean is an instrument of the Arcana family, which was which was historically made from the horn of a cameos goat or other suitable an animal. The gem the gemstone receives its name from the German language. The gem shorn and means a cameos horn. Okay, so it's it's some sort of so it's a goat horn turned into some sort of instrument you can play. Okay. Okay, now you're all imagining the right thing. It's not some weird fantasy thing. It's in a weird fantasy world, but it's it it it's, it, it didn't have to be in a weird fantasy world. Okay, okay. Now, I'm imag now you're all imagining correctly. Let's continue. Why have you gone and spoiled such sport? He asks, his expression twisted into an exaggerated frown. My rats are all dead. And this seems to please you. Does it please you to win folk of their only friends? Taken aback by a strange manner and the old loop to his voice hesitate to answer what you feel is certainly a 
weird theoretical question. Well, he screams, his slender face quivering as it flushes. Does it? No, no, no. No, no, mate, if you, you, friends don't get friends to fight adventurers, okay? You're not, if they were your real friends, you, you would have called them away from me for their own safety, okay? And can you call them away? Or do you not really have any influence over them at all? You, you just pretend. Suddenly... The man draws his dremstrom to his lips, lips, and begins piping a rollicking tune white with sour notes. Recalling the attacks made upon you as you explored the cellar, and believing this individual is likely the culprit, you attempt to put the question to him, only to have your voice drowned out by the strange, chanting melody wafting from, the, from his pipe. You find yourself swiftly becoming drowsy, as the strange song seems to surround and envelop you. Picking a number. Bonus 50. 20 from mind. 20 from aura. 20 from spirit. So it's a... Don't get mind control check. And to succeed, I've got to get 75 or more. Or something very, very, very bad will happen. Possibly I'll be devoured alive by rats. But he doesn't have rats. Will I be turned into a rat? Will I be turned into several rats? Well, let's just hope I don't find out. Pick now. 55. Failure. Unable to fend off the more dire effects of the sinister tune, you fall to your knees and your head slumps to your chest as you struggle to keep your eyes open. The piper stops playing and briefly examines the end of the gem shore, before strolling up to you and shaking his head. Horror engulfs you when you realise you're too weak to move. So, there's no time or place for joy in your world, he says smirking. No room for a respite from the cruelty of an existence so bland and forgetful. You don't understand, because you don't have to. You don't see it clearly, because you don't want to. Very imagining, to be sure. The young man stops piping and draws out a small, nasty-looking iron hammer, his broad, flattened face engraved with three concentric squares. Oh dear. He works for the time crab. Even if he doesn't know it, he works for the time crab. Oh, have you seen that marking before, he asks, apparently having noted the focus of your gaze. It wasn't always there. I don't know how it came to be. But I rather like it. So here it has stayed. Without another word, he raises his hammer before striking down with his weapon. Sending its angular head on an arcing trajectory towards the top of your skull. Oh dear, this is dire. This is dire. Okay. I think this is a do or die check. Or it's a do and get very, very hurt. Alright, my options are. Fortification. Shadow magic. Telekinesis. 
unarmed combat or attempt to dodge the impending blow. Alright, I think use the safest op I don't know what the dodge dodging check is. But I think the safest option, and also it's pretty cool, unarmed combat. Succeeded. Success. 8x speed to unarmed combat. Barely able to move, he managed to lean back and twist just as enough to your white for the hammer to completely miss, miss its mark. Lifting a cry of dismay from the sinister piper. Suddenly, in the absence of the strange tune, you find you're, again, find you're able to once again move and you waste no time staggering to your feet. I suppose you're entertaining some rather nasty thoughts, says the young man, backing away as he draws the gemstone to her lip with his shaking hands. I've still a friend or two about, I'll have you know. Perhaps you'd like to meet them. The piper plays a trio of shower notes, and within seconds loud shrieking fills the cellar. As the young man dashes off to the west, disappearing into the darkness, two gargantuan black rats stalk out of the shadows. Their fangs gashing, gap, their fangs gashing, and their eyes aglow with crimson fire. I don't think these rats are really your friends at all. I just think you're using them. I don't think you're using them for your own benefit. You're, you're horrible. You're horrible to the rats and you're horrible to me. You're, you're gonna get something. Almost before you could react, the first of the giant vermin is upon you, viciously tearing at your flesh. It's a gargantuan black rat. I fight this one regular. Shrugs off six damage, but it is his, his, his defeat is inevitable. Alright. But it's got into battle rage. Look! Why are you making me fight it? Ah. 7xp. The second rat, slightly larger and more menacing than the first, streaks in on your white and attempts to deliver you a nasty bite. You narrowly dodge the attack and swiftly counter. This is a gargantuan black rat. And it's going down. Viciously attacks. Keeps viciously attacking. Shrugs off 14 damage. Blimey. So it only takes 7 damage. Hmm. Yes. Alright. Shrugs off 4 damage. And it is slain. Another 7 XP. Stepping back. Back from the massive rat's mangled corpse, you quickly scan the surrounding darks for any sign of the sinister piper, but he's nowhere to be seen. Okay, how am I getting out of here? Yes, you work for the time crab. You don't know it. You don't know it, and you put and you deny it to your dying breath. But you work for the time crab. You work for Zathuruk, crabby demon lord, the time bent and time bender. 
Alright, now can I leave the tavern? Climb the stairs to the door. Alright, you carefully climb the stairs and arrive at the closed door. The muffled din of the tavern's thronged main hall can be heard from the portal's thick timbers. I think I've done as much as I can here. Maybe the maybe if I hadn't got maybe if I hadn't been uh, distracted by incredibly terrible musical playing, in both senses of the word, I might have been able to find out more. But I th I'm gonna I think I'm done here. Open the door. Right, pound on the door. Nope. Suddenly, the door swings open and you find yourself face to face with Lenora. The tavern keep regards you with a quizzical look as she steps aside, making room for you to step through the doorway. She closes the door behind you and immediately inquires about your experience in the cellar. You provide Lenora a detailed account of your time in the cellar including your encounters with the giant black rats, but leaving out any mention of your interactions with the sinister piper. The tavern keeper stares wide-eyed at you and shakes her head repeatedly throughout the riveting narrative. Think that's all, that all of that was just below us, she says, clearly alarmed. I'm sorry I didn't call on someone like you sooner. Glad I am to know that we're rid of those things. Were they really as big as you described? Well, they could be any size, so... Whatever he described is true. You reply in the affirmative, and she again shakes her head. Happy not to have seen you of that, she says. Still slightly unnerved by your encounter with the piper, you ask your Laura if she noticed anyone else enter or leave the cellar while you were down there. She mutely shakes her head. Keep a close watch on that door. Most of the time, she says. I didn't see anyone go near it. You provide her with a brief description of the piper, but she doesn't recall seeing anyone like that. When she inquires further, you abruptly change the subject. Anina tells you that your good deed on behalf of the tavern and its patrons will not go unrewarded, and she promptly offers you a tidy sum of 500 Gold. A good, a good lady, Miss Sulavina, would want you to have that, she says. She won't be pleased to hear about the mats, mind you. Though she'd be happy to know they've been dealt with. Hmm. Do I accept the gold or politely refuse the gold? Now, the thing is, this is a very successful tavern. Very successful, as we've, we've seen. Loads of people. So, this is someone who can afford it. So, I don't think... So, yeah, I'll accept the gold. Alright. 500 gold tokens. There you are. She says, handing you the gold. As it should be. Heroes reward for a, for a heroic deed. Don't have to tell you how relieved I am to, to have that tour behind us. Thank you again, Zoop. Yep. Suddenly, recalling the three silver jewellery fragments you found in the cellar, produce and present them to a Lenora, whose eyes immediately light up. You found these where? she asks. As you hand her three pieces. Never thought I'd see this again. Thought it had been stolen. Did 
This is all three pieces. Wonderful. Put it back together now. This was a special gift given to me quite a while back. Thank you. Alright, 250 experience to general. Alright. You spend the next several minutes conversing with Lenora before before pressing masses call her to the far side of the hall. She she heads off across the crowded room. You take a final glance back at the cellar door before turning your attention elsewhere. Well done, rat catcher. The Lakeshore Tavern is now free of the dangerous vermin that infested its cellar. Leave the clean-up to someone else. 1,024 XP to general. 128 to all skills and powers. Alright, something. Not as nice as the bonus I got earlier when I met the banana man. But nice. Alright, can I investigate? Alright, I investigate. You make your way over to the door and are happy to find it's been closed. There have been no further rat sightings since your excursion in the cellar, so you can't help but wonder if the elements of your grim handiwork have been cleaned up. However, your eyes were immediately drawn to a small marking near the base of the door, which is certain wasn't there previously. A closer examination of the mark reveals it to be an engraving of three concentric squares. After briefly studying the, car the carving, you move away from the door, still puzzling over the mark's possible significance. Alright. Now, what if I seek out the tavern keeper? Tell her, uh, tell her man. Yeah. Alright, yeah. Alright. Okay, hmm, hmm. You get the same text about telling her about the WAT sighting, whether you've dealt with a WAT problem or not. Hmm, that's. I think that's a bit of an oversight, but oh well. I think. Oh, I think that's, that's it. I think I've done, I've seen absolutely everything that you can see at the Lakeshore Tavern. It took about three episodes, but I've done it. Now, I don't know what will happen next. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.